Colorado. I'm going to make it very easy here. Altitude Sports Radio. Yeah, I don't know what it's like to tackle Derrick Henry. 92.5. You got the best player in the world on your team. Your superstars playing like superstars. And Altitude TV. I like geology, so get off my back. It's Mosher, Lombardi, and Kane. Let the boy shoot. Don't look at me with your face. Here's Vic, Mark, and Brett. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. It's Mosier, Lombardi, and Kane. I'm Rob Trujillo. Sitting in for Kaner. That takes a little vacation. We trade out Kaner, but trade in Marty O, who is back from his excursions on a lake. Now, Moj, if I was to give you, if I was to ask you, what kind of lake activities would you say somebody like Marty O takes part in? What would be your first guess? Well, I, I will answer that when I have a chance to think about it, Rob. I, I'm going to be on vacation today on the show. <laughs> okay, so, oh, so oh. I'm physically. Is, is asking you uh, what lake uh, activities he takes part in too That's difficult nice for, you? for you, Moshe? <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I'm, for those who are Band of Brothers uh, aficionados, I'm going to be like Lieutenant Dyke. Physically, I will be here. Yes. Okay, but but today I'm going to be an empty empty uniform. No, the 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 open is on, man, and so I I woke up early. Is that golf? Yeah, I don't have peacock. I don't do the peacock, so I had to wait until you know until the other until it kicked into USA. Yeah, sure. So anyway, um, what would Marty be doing by a lake rowing? I don't know. He'd probably be in like one of those. Uh, Canoes or one of those crew boats or some right. something that requires physical activity, not requiring a beer, not requiring a fishing pole, not requiring fun. Right. Something to <laughs> torture your body while on a body of water. That's pretty good. Yeah. What was it, Marty? It was a kayak. It was, was kayaking, kayaking, of course. What do you do? It. <laughs> right. I also did a little tubing as well. Yeah, okay. But you can't drink a beer while doing that. Why not? Uh, you're hanging out for dear life, homie. He's, he's like, oh, oh, wait, hold on a second. You're pulled behind a boat. Right. That kind of tubing. Yeah. If you, listen, if you put a beer in my hand, I don't know of anything I couldn't do. So this excuse of, well, I'm being pulled behind a motorized vehicle on water. I, there's no way I can, I can hang with this beer. You kidding me? I'd, I'd, I'd save the beer over my own life. <laughs> I'd put a little life jacket on my beer, you know. Doesn't it, uh, it, it increases the um, fun by making sure that you finish the beer before you get tossed off the the tube, right? I mean, yeah, I, you ought to make a game out of it. Yeah, yeah before, like, before you're you in the water in two seconds. Dude. Before you get thrown into the water and skipping like a stone, yeah. you got to slam your brewskage. You no. got to make sure it's gone. Uh, it's good to have Marty O back, Rob. Good to see you today. Glad you're back uh, joining us here as Brett is off on the uh, day. So. so you're telling me you're on vacation without being on vacation? Well, this open championship, I, I you know, and I'm listening. So I'm also listening early in the morning, believe it or not, right? And it's something about British broadcasters in golf that just, it feels so good. Yeah. And there's this, there's, I don't know who the gal is, but she's like, and I can see the boats out there on the water and they're starting to trickle in. It's a beautiful day for sailing and a beautiful day for golf. And I'm like, man, it's, <laughs> it just sounds real, right? It just sounds like, it's, yeah. not like, it's not like me out there going, yeah, dude's got about a 15-footer, man. I, I don't know. Dude ain't made one of these since, like, the 99 Kemper Open. So I feel the same anyway, way. Steve, back to you. I feel the same way about soccer. Like, Ian Dark calling a soccer game. 
is like poetry to me. Like right, I, correct. I, I could, correct. I could, that's puts me to sleep, not in a bad way, but like in a very relaxing, calming way. Yeah. It's just something that feels natural and right about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll be, I'm going to be, what did magic say? I'll be in and out. I'm going to be in and out. They got some amateur leading the top of the leaderboard, a guy I've never heard of before from Spain. I'm going to so, be in and out. Uh, thanks magic. So anyway, that's that's a story, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. The Open Championship is a big deal. Final major of the year now is the PGA Championship. Obviously, has moved, which uh, is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is weird. We're halfway through July, and we're doing the last major championship. Yeah, of the year. but because they started to get that um, that FedEx Cup thing going, the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, you can't have the PGA Championship in the middle of the playoffs. Your your best group, I think. Teeing off today is probably Rory, John Rahm, and, and Justin Rose. That's a great. That's a great group. I, yeah. I think that's probably your best one they going Kep, out today. Kepka playing with Cantlay, and Kepka hates Cantlay because he's so say. slow. I can't believe they put him with him. I, it, it's got to be the world's biggest coincidence, or somebody at the Open's got a really bad sense of humor. Now, Moj, do you know how they do those draws? I don't know. Uh, it's all behind closed doors, yeah. I mean, but they put together feature groups that people are going to want to watch, and it's made for TV. You don't put Rory with a couple of dudes like you and me, right? That just qualified our way in are going to shoot eight over. You but, know, you know, you just don't do that. But so, you, so they did that to Kepka on purpose, which brings up the question of: Do they hate Kepka? Is this a live golf yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, right? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But he, hi, buddy. Good to see you. Either Our man one, Vic coming in. He's hot, baby. <laughs> Just no uh, hustle at all. Six minutes. <laughs> exactly. He is. He's hey, six minutes get, late, get and he the, is. Get in the game, and he's just sauntering <laughs> his way onto the pitch. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah. how it goes. But, hey, listen, I'm sure he's going to bring it. So, I, I got no I got no doubts about his nah, ability. It's gonna be. it's going to be good. we got a lot to get to today. I know we're in the summertime, but there's still plenty of things to talk about. It's not just the British Open. We've also got uh, the Women's World Cup kicking off today. A couple games actually already been played. Uh, training camp. Starts next week. I mean, for a dead time in sports, there's there's plenty going on right now. Yeah, with training camp, because we don't have the same sort of involvement that we've had in the past, because we're not broadcasting live from camp, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm, I'm going to feel, I can already tell you, that I'm going to feel like I'm not into it as much. Because when you're there, when, when we're sitting out there and the rabbits are running around and here comes lawnmower guy and the the big uh, jet blower guy, and he's blowing all the crap at Vic's face and Vic's sneezing and all that because he's got bad allergies. But you're anticipating. You see the first guy start to walk on the field during the show. You, know, you start to get guests out there. All the, the particulars come by. It's, you know, George Payton makes his rounds, right? I mean, it, it sucks. You feel like you're into it. You feel like, okay, I'm, and then, then our show is over, and that's usually when practice is kind of getting started. Sure. And so then you're there for another couple of hours. I mean, you feel like every day you're involved Rob, at Broncos camp and you, you get your teeth into it. I do have tickets to camp that well, I ordered online, if in case you want to go. Oh, so you're, you're going as a fan? Well, no, I'm going as a media member. But oh, if you want to go, I'd love to. I have tickets to, I believe, August 2nd. I'd camp. love to. Yeah. So I, um, I actually sat in line online and got tickets. You guys have covered a lot of coaches. In a lot of different sports. Have you ever seen one that's had it locked down like this? No. Not in the history of the Denver Broncos' camp been locked down like this. How about any sport? I mean, uh, well, 
you're not allowed to go to a lot of different camps. You're well, not Nuggets, to to, Nuggets camp, you can't, can't go to Nuggets you camp. You can't do that. You can see the last, you know, 15 but minutes. But you still go do media stuff there. Oh, no, Nuggets camp's in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, the only media there are us from altitude. Avs really. camp right. Well, I was going to say, I see the interviews you guys do people. all the time. I mean, Avalanche camp is here and it's wide open. Right. But even when it was down like at World, I mean, it started out at DU, uh, the old barn. It went to World Arena in Colorado Springs. It was still wide open to everybody. You could still go and and watch. Just watch for practice. Just right? watch. Just yeah. watch everything. Exactly yeah. right. Spring training, you can see everything. Obviously, you, you buy tickets to go to spring training games. They don't. They don't really have a training camp. What they do is they get in for a couple of days. Say, hey, I'm Steve. I'm Mike. Good to see you. You know, well, welcome back. Whatever. Let's hit the field and play games. That's exactly what they do. They don't I, screw around. I also think though that you've never had a coach come in. Quite with as much uh, cachet. Yeah, well, that's why he can do it. Right. I mean, if he's in, if if this is uh, Nathaniel Hackett coming in saying I'm going to close camp, it's a different story. If it's Josh McDaniels his first time around saying I'm going to close camp, but this is a proven commodity who's won before, so he can do whatever the hell he wants as long as he wins. And thinking about it, I don't think that's the Broncos have ever. I mean, John Fox is probably the closest that you get to I'm, an established head coach. I'm going to tell you something though. There are people in that organization who are 100% opposed to what he's doing but can't do anything about it. I imagine that the the media side of that there are people office is not, not in too pleased. and out of the organization who don't like what he's doing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he was brought in to do a job, and that's to win on Sundays. And it doesn't matter what you like or dislike. Win on Sundays – Everybody's happy. Vic, did you ever get to cover Bill Parcells? Because everybody uh, no, talks. Not really, I mean, he uh, he was coach of the Cowboys when I left um, Austin. That was a long time after I left Austin, and they used to have camp in Austin. Uh, but no, I never covered Bill Parcells because everybody says that it's you know that this is very Bill Parcells asking. It's because he's from that tree, sure. And I just, I don't know. In in the modern day NFL, I don't feel like you can get away with it quite as much. I think that's why it's making as many waves well, as do it that is. Mean, do, do they need publicity, though? Do they need Moj and Vic and Brett out there? They don't necessarily I'm gonna need I'm going to say that. yes, they do. Well, uh, for, for, they need for positive our benefit, hype. For our benefit, you know, it's it's better to be there. But I, So I guess we're going to – here's the problem is by the time I leave the radio studio, I'm going to drive back out there. It's going to take, in traffic, probably 25 minutes to get there, Vic. Then I'm going to have to find a place to park. So that's going to be a real pain in the tail. Then I'm going to have to walk by. But I mean, I'm probably going to miss almost, oh, you know. so hard. Well, I'm just saying I'm going to miss oh, a full so, out. Oh, my God. You got to find a place to park? No, what I'm telling you, Vic, it's, I don't give a rat's rip about that. Oh, my God. Your job is so hard. You're not. There's you're so many people out there. So, I mean, they're so worried. And I'm sure they're going to send letters Robert, in. Robert. And, the time, well, listen to this Robert, guy. Listen to me. The time can, it's a waste of time is my point. If I'm there at 6.30 in the morning, then I'm there and it's, I walk right onto the field and there watch practice. There are people who come from all over the country just to get a glimpse of a Broncos training camp practice and you're crying about having to park. Most I'm not, I'm not, you're, you're missing the point, Dill Hole. I'm saying it. You're the one saying it. We're going to miss about an hour, maybe almost an hour of camp. He also has to walk from his very yeah. far parking spot. It's <laughs> oh not just God. the parking. Are you going to be carrying something, too? No, I'm saying that we're going to be wasting time. And it, it, I'm going to be missing. So, I mean, I don't even know how many days I will go. I'll try to go every day, but oh, I don't I, know. We'll, we'll see. see. And there we agree. I'm not going to. In years past, we were there every day. 
Every day. Hell no, I'm not going every day. Okay, but you both, like Moj, your job is at a place where they pack 20,000 people into an arena each night. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not, I'm not, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, missing, you're missing the, everybody's missing the point because of Vic's being Well, because of way, the way you tell your stories, they're so long-winded. Yeah, actually, it was very short-winded. Just it's say, just, I'm not going to go to as many practices now. The end. I'm not going to go to as many practices see? now. See how much easier that was? You don't go from, well, you know, you drive up, you get the dirt parking lot. <laughs> then you get out and you got to walk. So All seriously, right, but, if, I, if I say, hey, you're going to miss the entire first hour of practice, you going? It doesn't matter if I miss the first hour. First hour stretching. I don't care. That's yeah, not and the you're case. there for the 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 interviews afterwards. Uh, question on the uh, text line was Peyton like this in New Orleans? Yes, he was very locked down in New Orleans. Yes, I've heard from many of my colleagues there. Watch out, you're gonna get a uh, fresh blast of get out. Well, and we'll have Leggy on at eight o'clock. But even he has said that when the the writers actually had issues with him there because they the limited access that they were able to get. I hate to do this, but I'm going to compare the Broncos to the Rockies. And I don't think there's any time that you get more hype for the Rockies or more belief in the Rockies than when they are at spring training and they have media members down there with them. And you start talking yourself into, you get that purple fever that, oh, maybe they're going to be good this year. You know, they got decent pitching. Are they going to be able to pull it together? And I really think the Broncos need some of that pub. Now, listen, if they just come out and win, of course, everybody's going to jump on board. But, you know, the question of do they need the positive publicity right now? I think the answer is yes. Um, I think the publicity will come with the winning. You're, you're putting cart before the horse here. Uh, you can get all the publicity you want. If you don't win, it becomes negative publicity, right? We can... We can trumpet this from the mountaintops. Oh, we're here. Look at this. And then they lose. Uh Uh-oh. You got to win. Winning cures all. Rob, if I told you that the Denver Broncos went 14-3 and this season, took the NFL by storm, would this whole closing down training camp thing even matter? Would anybody care? No, but that's not how the timeline works. (laughs) There is still the sequence of events and the, the fact is that training camp comes first. And so if you want positive hype around the team, you've got to let people cover you know, the team. Rob, Rob, they need – here's the here's the end game, and this is the truth. The Broncos don't need you as much as you need the Broncos in our line of work, in true. our line of work. That's true. That's the fact. We need them. We need Everybody in the sports media business, we need the teams. If the teams don't work with us, we don't have jobs, we don't have – we don't have any. I don't think that they don't need us, though. I just think we need them more. But I don't think I think they need media coverage. Sure. Go ask the Rapids if they want media coverage. Of They're course not. They do. But but here's the thing. Here's where I'm not. I'm not upset at all. I mean, am I a little irritated and annoyed? Yeah. But I'm not upset because their own media, the Denver Broncos own media, the people who cover the team that work for the Broncos, the digital teams and all that. They're not doing anything. My guess is. My, How many videos have you seen released? Yeah, not not yeah. many. My oh, guess is that the average fan probably will not notice a difference. You know, I think it's good to listen to me. And and I know I'm, this sounds very hypocritical because I want access. I want to be there. But I think having a little bit of a, a real offseason. Remember the old notion there's never an offseason? Yeah. Yes, there is. Having an offseason and being away and having it away from mind is good 
because it makes you want it more when it comes back. Is this the time apart is better than yes? More this is like marriage once again. It's marriage. <laughs> time apart makes time with that much better. All right, coming back. I want. I saw something yesterday from an old hated Denver rival that just cut a little bit deep. And I want to talk to you guys about Denver sports rivalries. We'll do that next on Altitude Sports. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. It's Mosier, Lombardi, and Kane. I'm Rob Trujillo filling in for Kaner while he's on vacation. And uh, we figured out how to get the British Open on the TV here. So neither of the fellas are going to be paying attention to anything that I say. Well, this show's over. For the foreseeable future. You might as well. walking right there? Yeah. Mm, I was good. That was a good pace. Yeah. Who was that? So, uh, I, I mean, I, can I get you guys to, you know, just at least listen? You look like John Daly a little bit. Thanks. Thanks for that. Well, I'm looking at him right now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. That's very you sweet. You and John have similar, like. Um, it's very sweet of me. Don't you see, Mark, do you see him? Similarities between Rob and Daly? Body size, grooming habits. Does John Daly walk 18? Yeah. You have to. At, at the open. <laughs> but but when he plays other tournaments, he rides and smokes darts. That must take him a long time to walk that course. Maybe they put him with Kepka too. Just, just really slow it down. Cameron Smith even par through 15. All right. Uh, so... <laughs> So I saw something yesterday online. Obviously, everybody is not only announcing um, their jersey numbers that are going with their new signings, right? You're getting to see the numbers that everybody's going to wear. But they're putting out their little graphics of the jersey with the number and the name on it so you can get used to seeing people in the new colors. Wait, what, which team are you talking about for? I'm talking about JT Comfer. Oh, you saw, yeah. with the, Signing with the, with the, with the Detroit yeah. Red Wings a couple weeks ago. I and saw that jersey come out. I mean, I that know. cut me deep, well, Mo. You know what? <laughs> Listen, man. The problem is, Robbie, is those days are long gone. That I know they are. I, I mean, know the rivalry isn't anything like what I was it used driving to be. down Colorado Boulevard yesterday, and I'll, I'll took a picture of it, and I'm going to show it to you. You know what's weird though, because Confer seems like a an avalanche staple, and not having him here is weird. It's going to be strange. So here's a guy walking down Colorado Boulevard yesterday. What's he wearing? A Red Wings jersey. And guy, wow. so I took a photo of him at the stoplight. It still boils up a little bit of hatred inside of me. Yeah. Now, they're on they're in the Eastern Conference. The rivalry is nothing of what it was. None of these guys who are on the teams now care. But when I saw that graphic yesterday, there was just a little bit of hatred that boiled up inside of me. And it made me think, right now, in Denver sports, we don't have one. There's yeah. no rival. The Lakers. And I was going to say, Vic, yeah. you doing that at the at the parade yeah. is as close as we can get. But that, if that's a rivalry, it's just starting now because we just beat them in the playoffs. Great. Because they've been it, mopping yeah. the floor with yeah. us for years. It's been a one-way rivalry. It hasn't been a rivalry for, for you know, 40 years. Exactly yeah. right. I mean, but I now it is. Now, now you got them to pay attention. Now it is. Hey. <laughs> hey. Good. But other than that, like, why is that not a good thing, by the way? For oh, those all scared thing. about it, oh my God, you no. woke them up. No, it's a great thing. It's great. It's a great thing. It, but, it, it ups the ante for both teams. But I just remember, like, listen, I've lived here my whole life. There was Raider Hater t shirts, yeah. right? There was, uh, I could not Rob, look at a Detroit Red Wings jersey yeah. and not have You're hatred right. boil up inside me. What, listen. About, what about the Chiefs? 
You know, of they, course not. They mop the floor with us. Yes, okay. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's not a rivalry. Yeah. You're not afraid of the of the Chargers. The Raiders are a shell of themselves. Yeah, pro you know, sports. Pro sports is is different now. Pro sports is not like it used to be. I think I think because of it's co- too college that's still there because of the ability of people to go on. I mean, online has really shrunk the world, right? Yeah. Not only that, but people have nobody's territorial anymore. Not everybody only that, just, everybody just moves to wherever. You're right. So this idea of our town versus your town, our team versus your team. Which is why you've got little Jimmys and Billies and Johnnies. Wearing and Steph Curry jerseys. Wearing Steph Curry jerseys all over Denver. Wearing yeah. LeBron jerseys all over Denver. Wearing Giannis jerseys You're all right. over Denver. You're right. It's just it's just the way it is. There are, I would I would venture to guess, I mean, you can't walk around Denver without seeing Mahomes jerseys all over the place. I mean, Rob, it's, it's just different than it used to be. The world is smaller now, and people intermix between city to city and move all over the place. It's just not the, the same. The uh, Hatfield-McCoy rivalry that you're looking for does not exist anymore. However, I think there's another layer to that, Moj. A reason why rivalries are tougher to form today is because a lot of these players are too lovey-dovey with each other. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? The late, great well, Pe- late, the late great Peter McNabb. And they're God, two God lovey-dovey players God just to hate soul. each other. Yeah, God rest his soul. <sighs> what a great man. But th- when he played the game, it was different. And l- let me give you an example. You see these guys at center ice, you know, warming up and stretching and stuff and by, you know, shooting the breeze and all this kind of thing. And, you know, guys, there, there are times when dur- during morning skate, guys will come out to the bench and they'll see a former teammate, and that former teammate will skate by, and blah, 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 ha, 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 ha. Back in the day, on those Boston Bruins teams that Pete was on, yeah. if you did that to somebody else, your own guys would kick your ass. And I'm not kidding you. Your own guys would punch you. You don't do that. You didn't. You, you weren't. You weren't lovey-dovey with the opposition. You weren't exchanging jerseys. I never you saw the Celtics and Lakers exchange jerseys yeah, yeah, after yeah. games. You didn't see Magic and Bird. Uh, but also, the chances that you would end up on that team were a lot smaller back then. Yes. Right. Like You're exactly the, the right. players move so frequently You're now. Exactly right. That they have to be nice to everybody because they could be your teammate. You're a hundred percent right. Like back then. The Bruce Brown from one year in Denver and then leaving, that didn't happen. Most of the time, you you stood somewhere and you stayed somewhere for yeah. a little longer. Uh, so free agency has changed some things. Rivalries are tougher to come by. Speaking of Bruce Brown, so he kind of addressed this a little bit when he was on a podcast. He was talking about how Jokic was maybe a little bit different when it came to playing the Lakers than the rest of the playoff series. I play La La Land, the Lakers. I think that series for us was like more personal than any other series. Clearly, don't know why. It clearly, but like it was like y'all we wanted that neck. smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all wanted and all that we smoke. We was talking to us. everybody. Nicole, I've never seen Nicole like speak on the court. He, was talking he wasn't shit. talking, but he was like into the game. Yeah, like like he wasn't playing no games. He's bro. playing no games. Right. So we got we got like he has something to prove, and he the best player in the world. We got into that a couple days ago in terms of of the toughest series. Yeah. But when you've got your best player in the world and your best player, and he has that focus against the Lakers, in terms of rivalry, yeah, I suppose that it, it – I am not. I hesitate to even think about the Lakers being the Nuggets rival because they, this is the first time they've ever won. Yeah. It's the first time they ever beat that team. I'm with you. Let's go. 
Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You could have a I'm not against it. There. Yeah, I'm not against it. It's just that it doesn't exist yet, except perhaps in your own mind. Now, so let's see what Dar- I mean when Darvin Ham comes out this summer, a couple of weeks or a week ago, and uh-huh. he's all hot and bothered about the Lakers' daddy Vic's comment, and LeBron did it from Lamont, all this kind of stuff. Okay, maybe, maybe that'll perpetuate things a little bit. But it still has to develop. We're not there yet. For the Broncos, we're not there yet with anybody yet. They've been downtrodden. They've been getting their butts kicked. The Raiders stink. So I spent some time just, thinking it about just, it. It just doesn't. It just doesn't matter anymore. I spent some time thinking about it. Let me throw a couple names out at you as the teams that you might consider a rival. Can, can Can I ask you a question before you ask us that question? Sure. Back to the Jokic thing and why he was fired up for the Lakers. Yeah. Deep down, we all know Nikola Jokic. You think he has any? You think he has any enmity toward the city of Los Angeles? Not at all. No. Do you think he has any issues with the history of the the, the rivalry? Do you think he cares or knows about how many years the no. Lakers have owned the Nuggets? It's so, it's it's somebody on that yeah. team. Who is he directing his rivalry yeah. tendencies that's toward? A, that's exactly what Who? I was going to say. It's LeBron. Of course it is. Yeah. So when LeBron, you know, we all laugh. Oh, he was the last guy picked and this and that. You don't think deep down Joker is saying... Who do you think you are? Oh, I don't think so. I think oh, he wanted. I, I think he oh, wanted. I do. I think he wanted to beat the best. I, I don't think he cared about the All Star thing. I think he said to him, "This has been the best I player in the NBA for two decades." Disagree with you. He'll never show it. He'll never say it. He'll never admit it. He was disrespected by LeBron Robbie, James. I, I, oh, I don't Rob, think so. Rob, oh, yes, I, he hold was. Hold on a second. It wasn't. And the it's only not time. just this year. Yeah, he's it's been disrespected years. before. Which is why I think he jumped up and he put himself 100%. on the team before the last, the, before the very last guy. One hundred percent in private. If you asked him who does he want to beat the most in the NBA, he would say LeBron James. Yeah, I just I did. agree with you. I just don't think it's because he got picked I, last in I the All Star game. I think it's because well he knows that LeBron James has been the name in the NBA okay. for the last two decades. No, no, no. Let me let me step back here a little bit. I I, I think that could be a factor in it. But Nikola Jokic comes off as this, oh, I don't care about anything and all this. You know, I, I just water off a duck's back. No big deal. He's also a human being. And he has been, as the best player on earth, for whatever reason, he's been kicked, he's been dumped on, he's been made fun of, he's been downtrodden in the eyes of, of some media and, and other guys in the NBA. And there comes a time... For personal pride when you say, you know what? Enough is enough of this crap. Mm. Enough is enough. And I believe that when they got to that series against the Lakers. He wanted to beat LeBron. I, I think he wanted to beat LeBron and stick it right in his LeBron hole. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Okay, not just because he's the best player on the planet. Talking about LeBron, the, yeah. you know, ever one of the best ever. But I think he's tired of being kicked around in the eyes of his fellow NBA players. Yeah. And so I think that that had a, a factor in it. Now, could they be a rival? I don't know. I think of all the sports, Rockies don't have a rival. The Dodgers whoop them. Right. You know, it's not the Giants. It's not the D-backs or the Padres. There was a time Nobody that you could the say division. the D-backs, but yeah. I don't yeah. think you not can anymore. anymore. All right. I'm I sorry the, to interrupt you. Back to what oh, you sorry, were Robbie, the, I think the only team in town that may have a true rival would be the Avs in Minnesota, Yeah, perhaps. the Wild. So that was one of the names I was going to throw out. Yeah. But the Wild haven't win anything. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? And, and like, they have to, they, but they've beaten you. You know what? It would have been helpful to meet in the playoffs more often. They've only had that one playoff series. If you would have had a first-round matchup well, against them this year, yeah, they, yeah you could have talked about it getting right. fired up a little bit. Yeah, they beat the Avs. Um, 
in that seven game. I remember that one. They also, that was Patrick Waugh's last game. Andrew Burnett's goal was the last, oh, yeah, yeah, last yeah, goal yeah. ever okay. scored on Patrick okay, Waugh. So, but that's, you know, two times so, in 20 years is. Yeah, it's not enough. No. It's not enough to make a rivalry. No. Even though you've been in a division with them this entire time, like it's just, it's not enough. So let me throw some names out there. Yeah. How about still in Minnesota, but the Timberwolves? Because that's a team that's, yeah. I mean, you're talking yeah. about game 82. They got to be they, better. They knocked the Nuggets out of the playoffs. You know, not, not, I think rivalries stem not only from regular season hatred, but you have to have equal stakes. Okay. You know what I mean by equal stakes? The Red Wings and the Avs had equal stakes. Sure. The winner of that game would win the Stanley Cup, yep. would emerge as a Stanley Cup favorite every time they won. The Raiders and the Broncos, the winner of that game won the AFC back in the day. Or the division back in the day. You don't have equal stakes with the T-Wolves. They're not that good. Okay. What about Phoenix? Yeah. That could work. They swept you in four a couple years work. ago. Yeah. You beat them in six. Now they're loading up. They're probably yeah. your number one competition but in the Western Conference. Div- if you're going to go out of division, why stop at Phoenix? I go straight to L.A. I'd go to everybody. Because I don't think L.A. is as good as Phoenix. That's why. <laughs> I think Phoenix will be around for longer than L.A. will. Well, let me ask you, who would you rather have you be? If you're a Nuggets fan, who would you rather pin up there as your rival, your arch rival, the Lakers or the Suns? Oh, I mean, you want the, you want if you're going to be a true rival yeah. and the NBA is going to sell it and everything. Yeah. You want to, you want Lakers, of course. Well, then you just but here's the thing. Question. Here's the thing. You're always going to be at best their second best rival. Who's their first? Celtics. Oh, but that's out of division stuff, though, man. That they play twice a year. But I'm, but I'm just. They're always going to be their rival, right? Like it's. Rob, here's, and then you could maybe put the Clippers in front of you too if you really want to. Here's what sort of bums me out is that Denver, the, the the Denver market is not the same as the the LA market when it comes to the NBA. The Lakers are never going to be out of the mix for long. They're just not. I mean, from now until the end of time, NBA players are going to want to go play in la-la land and be on the mm. beach and everything else. So the Nuggets better get while the getting's good. Yeah. You well, know, let me uh, they, shake my globe here. They, they, better get, globe. they better get while the getting's good, Vic. You know the globe shaker thing? Sure. I got a couple more names for you before you globe okay. shake, but go ahead. In 25 years, the way that city's developing and bringing uh, professional sports teams, my prediction in the 25 years, Denver and Vegas will be rivals in a lot of sports. And that was going to be one of the names that I brought up was the Golden Knights. Yeah. Now, their playoff history obviously isn't that long because they haven't been around that long. You did. I mean, we've been waiting for a Western Conference final that is Knights-Avs, and we might get it next year. But, I mean, Mosh, you're the Avs guy. I mean, you got. You doesn't look like you got anything there for him. Um, not real. I mean, they, they beat you once. They knocked you out in yeah, the second knocked, round. They knocked you out. Yeah, but I, I don't like them. It's just something about <laughs> the, the, the the PA announcer in Vegas, the, the show. presentation. Yeah. I, I really don't. I don't like them. But look at me. I don't like them. It's, it's all very, it's, it's laborious. It's loud. They've yeah, got, I don't like them. They've got so many things going on in and around the game itself. You know, it's as much about the show as it is about the damn hockey at times. But you don't have a hatred for them. I I used to have a distaste for them because whoever ran their social back when they first came into existence yeah. was very was yeah. rude and obnoxious. For I mean, well, that's the intent. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah I thought it was that's, great. that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> the irreverence is great. That's no. they're supposed to get under your skin. Okay, they accomplish their goals. How about no when they when before the uh, or during the the expansion draft. Mm-hmm. 
they were like, okay, let's see who we're going to get off this team. You know, ooh, who are we going to be able to pick away from this squad? You know, it, yeah. and what I'm saying to you is that, look, you're brand new. You're going to be taking somebody's favorite somebody's favorite player off that team. And whether it's, a, you know, a, a third-line winger or a sixth defenseman, it's, it's going to be somebody. Quit being jerks about it. You're brand new in this league. You haven't done jack yet. But but as far as Vegas is concerned, it has to happen on the ice. Yeah. I can I can dislike some people who used to, and by the way, whoever ran that account got axed pretty quickly. I can dislike mission that. accomplished in my world. Okay. Or they got a promotion and started yeah, exactly. getting they got, more they got money. Axed. They got know the fact the story. They got axed, but right. it, it was because it was more than just that. Mm-hmm. But okay, it's gonna be it's gonna have to be the actual product, the actual players doing their thing. And I'm gonna ask you guys this question then. Do we? I mean, we used to talk about all oh, great rivalry. It's so fun and all this. Do we even need great rivalries anymore? Yes, I need one. Well, yes. You got your Ohio State Buckeyes shirt on, so okay, you can go to Michigan and I you literally am not even that big of an Ohio State. You, 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 you can plant your flag in that regard and 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 ride that till the day you die. That's fine. I'm it's, just saying it's just not the way it used to be, Rob. I the world the world is smaller. I don't it like is. Ohio State. I don't but, like the fact that they had a, a V before their name, like they freaking invented that. I do a football trip every year where I go see a college game and an NFL game, yeah. and I buy apparel where it, I go. Oh, so and, you went to Columbus, the methamphetamine capital of the world? <laughs> yes, I did, yeah. How was that? It was, I mean, I was just there for a Saturday because yeah. then we went to Cleveland for an NFL game on Sunday. How do Sunday, you know that? So. Haven't you seen these, uh, these big documentaries on television, how the Midwest is becoming... <laughs> Especially that part of the country. Hold no. on, I got a, I got a couple more names before you get off on Google the it. methamphetamine capital of the world talk. How about the St. Louis Blues? Nah, yeah. Come on, you the, want a reaction? The whole Jordan Biddington thing. Our like reaction, you have your heel. Our reaction should give you all. I you mean, I get know. it. I get it. Nah. I mean, it doesn't mean I have to like him, but it's not a rivalry. Okay, you know the rivalry let me ask that, you this: the rivalry that was taken away from us, Nebraska? and to this day, no, Nebraska, you're not going to get back. That was bigger. CU CSU was taken away from us. And I know that CU guys are like, oh, well, you know, we got everything to lose. Well, that game was fun, man. It was. And I know they're bringing it back, and I get that, but it's not what it used to be. Every year is what it should be, and there should be no excuses about it. Like, Every year is what it should be. I like that they're playing it on the campuses, though, instead of at Empower. I, I liked it at Empower. I mean, I'm a rare bird who loved the neutral field and – I enjoyed the year they brought out the tear gas, and I like that stuff. <laughs> Mosh, when we went to Empower the last time CU played CSU and you choked on that chicken leg, you remember that? It was a lamb chop. Lamb chop. <laughs> How much fun was that? It's a great time. I love seeing one half of the stadium CU, the it's other great. half of the stadium that CSU. It's great. I absolutely love it. In fact, I was just in Fort Collins last weekend. I'm driving by Canvas, and I'm going, man, I, I hope the – the Rams, and I hope they, you know, they were three and nine last year. I went to a game. I hope they can get back, and I hope that the game is good this year because those were incredibly fun times, man. It all mattered then. Yeah, Bradley Van Pelt spiking. Who's was it, who was it? Sneed's head. Who did he spike the ball yes, off? Roderick of? Sneed. Sneed's head. <laughs> That's a nice going pull. into the end zone. He, <laughs> he yeah, he spiked it right off his head. I mean, these were these were great days. Yeah, and. It was I mean, a lot of fun, but but and it was true hate. That's the height of college football yeah, in but, but I Colorado. Think, but I think in pro sports, it just it's just not that way anymore, Rob. And you can't manufacture it; it yeah. has to come organically. I agree. I agree. But do, okay, so but do you agree with him that we don't need it, Vic? Because I think we do. 
I'm not saying we don't need it. I'm saying that we're living without it pretty well. I hate I, I hate it though. Yeah. I really see, do. Everybody, it's very subjective. I have I have my own. I mean, because I consider the Lakers my personal and Denver's arch rival. I, you may not, and there are a lot of people out there like, what are you talking about, Vic? It's mine. Don't both teams have to say it though? No, I, I don't care what you think of me. I care what I think of you. And I don't uh, like you. It, for it to be a rivalry, I feel but, like but, both but, teams have but to say. I'm just telling you how I feel. That, that's how I yeah. feel. I mean, there are certain teams you dislike more than others. Like, I very much dislike the Vegas Golden Knights. I dislike them more than any other team in the National Hockey League. But I don't league. know that the Vegas people weird, dislike the Avalanche. That's fine. But it's about what you dislike. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I think there's... I think there's some rivalries that are budding, especially with the Nuggets, and maybe they develop into something here in the next little bit. All right, uh, Buffs Media Day coming up tomorrow. I want to talk a little bit about it and the fact that Dion won't be there on Altitude Sport, Sports Radio 92.5. Oh. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Mosier Lombardi and Kane. I'm Rob Trujillo filling in. Watch, uh, watching Marty get on his knees and, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, am I not allowed to say that? I wasn't the only one <laughs> watching both Marty and Moj get on their knees. Jesus. The hell's going on. <laughs> That's what I said. I had Marty try to explain the game to me earlier today. Cause I, I felt kind of the, um, when in Rome thing, no. you know, like I, I, maybe I should take part in it. And as he started explaining the rules to me, I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I should. Raise your you hand. Down for Raise a your hand. There, pork chop. If I got you stuff to do. Christo Lamprecht atop the leaderboard in round one of the British Open. In the clubhouse, five under. He's, someone's tied with him at five under. Who is it? Christo Lamprecht and Mick Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. Why Mick Fleetwood is Mick the Fleet? drummer for Fleetwood yeah, Mac. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Same guy. Yeah, same guy. How many Fleetwoods are there in this world? No, That's um, his kid, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> they probably are related somehow. Um, it's just getting started, so there's a long way to go. This guy will Still. shoot. He'll shoot six over tomorrow yeah. and be out of it. Don't, don't worry sure, but it. in the clubhouse, five under. I mean, that's a nice little feather in the yeah, cap. Yeah, it ain't bad. Yeah. All right, so uh, I want to talk about Pac-12 Media Day, which happens tomorrow. And primetime was, of course, scheduled to be there for primetime. Yeah. He was going to be their five, six o'clock uh, sports center hit was Deion Sanders talking at Pac-12 media day. Yeah. And now he won't be there. Now you still have Shador is going to be there. You still have Travis Hunter is going to be there. Their DC is going to go and fill in mm-hmm. for Dion. Uh, understand that it is a medical issue and we are hoping that he's okay. And, you know, can be on the sidelines come fall. I think that's a little bit of a concern uh, if he's going to be healthy for, actual coaching games. Let me be blunt with you. Go on. 100% a non-story, no concern whatsoever. He's having surgery now, so he doesn't have to have it later. Who cares if he's the Pac-12 media day? To me, it's a that, little bit, I'm a little bit disappointed because I think that the conference, the conference needs him. Right. And what I was going to say is, I don't think CU cares if he's at Pac-12 media day, but the Pac-12 cares if he's at Pac-12. Yeah, I, I, oh, think, well. I think, yeah, I think the idea I think the idea. I think his. I think his foot cares if it's on or not. I no, agree. With you. I agree with you. He's so the blood clots have been a problem yeah. in his left leg. We all know that. Yeah. Um. And so they're going to take care of some more things, and then he should be good to go. Hopefully that is the case. 
I just think it's disappointing because the Pac-12 needs all the hype and love it can possibly get. Well, and Coach Prime provides that for the good or the bad in in anybody's eyes. That's what he provides, and so when he's not there, it takes away for for sure. But but listen, it brings up the question: his of, health is most important, Rob. It, uh, absolutely, it just brings up the question for me of how long do we think CU is going to be a part of the Pac-12? See, and that's. That's the moment of pause that I have. We keep hearing these rumors, and the latest are that the Pac-12 media rights, the, the, what they're going to do in television and digital is, is supposed to be unveiled soon. Today, I think. Today. Yeah. And that CU, among other teams, are waiting to hear what it is. And if they don't like what it is, perhaps then they make their move. Let's hear what it is first. Because it's all tied to the money. If you don't have a good television package, if you don't have a good digital television package, you're not going to make money for your conference. If you don't make money for your conference, the teams are going to be upset. The schools are going to be upset. The rumor is that it's some sort of Amazon Prime type deal like Thursday Night Football. How would you feel about that? I feel fine about it because I know where to go get it. But... I was on this show with you guys last year, and you guys were complaining about trying to find Thursday night football. Yeah, that's a demographic question. It can be, but oh, no, it, it is. It's a demographic question. I guarantee you, most older people don't like it. Younger people do. I've gotten yelled at before for saying that, Vic. So I'm not mm. going. <laughs> what do you mean, yelled at? Oh, Hastings all over me for being ageist. Uh, well, I'm, I'm old, and I'm being ageist. <laughs> So I'm just telling I'll, you the truth. I'll I mean, leave that to you. I mean, why would why would that be ageist? It's like local news. Most people that watch local news are old. Most people that read the paper are old. Most people that get their news on TikTok are young. That's not ageist. That's reality. Well, so of the reality, are you going to, I mean, you're still going to go find the games, aren't you, Vic? Well, of course I will. Yeah. yeah I will. I, I oh, will. I feel like a lot of people will because of Prime. Moj? Yeah, I think so. He's... The, the amount of hype that he brought to this program already, the amount of ticket sales and merchandise sales and ESPN carrying the spring game, the only college spring game on the four-letter, he brings all that with him. Him not there is a bummer, but I think that it's if it works, this is a feather in the, This is why the Big 12 is now sniffing around Colorado again and has been sniffing because who cares about 1-11 worst in a – the Pac-12 is the worst Power Five conference, in my opinion. And Which used to be the Big 12. Yeah. And, and you're now the worst team in the worst Power Five. That's what you wore last year at the end of the season. Who wants you? Except for your market, right? Well, now if they turn their stuff around, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, the Big 12 definitely wants you again, even if the Big 10 doesn't. But the Big 12 definitely does. And for the Pac-12, all of a sudden, the Buffs have a little leverage. They've got a little hammer there. Well, And, and so it, it's an important thing. And it makes me wonder, you know, are they waiting? They've been very quiet about this, saying that they're happy about being in the Big 12. And my wonder is, or being in the Pac-12, my wonder is if they're waiting for the Big 10 to come knocking. Because now the Big 10 is adding two L.A. schools. They've got to build some sort of Western division. If you could get back in a conference with Nebraska, with the L.A. schools, so you can recruit in L.A., I mean, that is obviously the ideal place for them to land. Is that kind of maybe why they're being so hush-hush about it? I just think it's so weird with all the activity happening, all the movement happening. I, I Let's just cut to the chase and do the four super conference things and get it over with. What what are we doing? You what? think it's going to be four? I, it's yeah, going to be four Pac- super Pac-12 conferences. Pac-12 is going to die. 
It's going to be four four conferences, think, twenty teams. Let's go. Just just let's fast forward and get to it now. I think the ACC might die too, though. Very well could. It like could. I think I think the SEC is going to hey, nab. What's the ACC without Clemson? Right, they're going to nab Clemson and Florida State. And the, yeah, but it's also then what is the ACC? The ACC is also a basketball conference too, though. I mean, it's okay. It's a huge basketball. But we saw how still still secondary money wise to football. Okay, uh, let me let me can I, let me pivot to uh, to the Rams real quick. Colorado State Rams. Okay. This may be a story that's near and dear to your heart, Rob. Did you see that the Colorado State Rams are adding a sumo wrestling champion from Japan to their defensive line? <laughs> I did, did see you, this. Did you hear the <laughs> subtle jab he just gave you? Yeah, I did. That's fine. So, Hidetora Hanada. Get him back. I, I will. He we got, we got a couple hours, yeah. Vic. You, know, you can't just get, you just can't take it. You got to give it okay. on the show, Rob. So he's in Tokyo. He announces, I'm going to play for the Colorado State Rams. Other teams are on what? It, by the way. Is this real? Or are you just making yes. a no, it's 100% real. Let, let me get a look at this guy. Some sumo guy says he's going to go play football? He is playing football for the CSU Rams, yes. Did, like, did he play in some division sumo? Yes. What was he? Let me explain. He got his first football action in March of 2022 where he participated in an X-League tryout, became a, quickly became a football star in Japan. He made the country's national roster. He gained interest from <laughs> schools like Texas. Star in Japan. He gained interest from schools like Texas and Ohio State. At Nippon Sport Science University, Hanada was an all-world sumo wrestler, winning the All-Japan title in 2020 and gold in the 2022 World Games Open Weight Division. He's also a Yokozuna in sumo, the highest rank in the sport. It'd be like me being a basketball star in Madagascar. Colorado State has <laughs> confirmed that he's gonna he's gonna be joining the team, but he won't be here for a couple of weeks. He'll join as a junior and have two seasons of eligibility. He says, "Quote: I'm aware I have to give it all my all to succeed. I'm more excited than nervous about the fact that I'll have to learn how to survive and continue to aim for the NFL and a football program where I'll be the only Japanese player surrounded by those speaking a different language." I like Coach Norvell. This is so the number, be, this is the number one story. But think about this, man. Because sumo guys, they got they got quick feet, right? I mean, I, I love watching sumo. It's pretty interesting. Most watching sumo. Vic, Absolutely. You don't, you don't have anything for that? They got quick yeah. feet. Who's gonna move who's gonna move that guy? What center in, in the Mountain West is gonna move? What's his name? Come on, dude. Hidatora Hanada. Um all right. You're making a story out of this? You really going here? I mean, I think it's interesting. Because he's right, he's not going to get moved. But that I'm glad you brought it up with one minute to go. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk Avalanche and their I forward depth. I just thought it was an interesting story, man. <laughs> we're going to talk Avalanche and their forward depth. Uh, and, of course, Jeff Legwald coming up. Yep. And Legwald coming up at 8 o'clock. We'll do that next on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. No one talks more Denver sports. Then L to two sports radio 92.5. The fresh scent of Irish spring and those sensational Irish spring suds are just the reset you need to own 